Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. What is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, Dental Advice Show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, just yes. rewatched uh, Game of Thrones, the the uh-huh. second episode of season eight, and I have to admit, uh-huh. you caught me in my refractory period, Lance. It's pretty <laughs> hot and heavy stuff. Uh-oh. As so we got to see, have you watched it yet? I did. All right, good. I don't want to spoil it. So I, I guess spoiler alert here. Spoiler, I'm not gonna, we're not going to give away anything key in the episode, but I will tell you, I hope you want to see Arya Stark naked because you're going to see uh-huh. Arya Stark naked. Yeah. Yeah, I figure if, you, if you're listening to this and this could be a spoiler, you're not a true fan. You should have watched it by now. Yeah, it's, uh, we're recording this on Monday. This goes out on Thursday. Plenty of time to catch up. Yeah. But that doesn't, like, ruin any plot point of the episode. No, no, no. Now, it's not that Maisie Williams, who plays Arya Stark, it's not that she's not attractive. I don't want, want anybody uh-huh. to, to misinterpret this. Uh-huh. It's just that, like, she's been on the show since she was nine. I know. And then to see her, like... I can't not see her as nine. I know, and that's what's. She's over eighteen. It's perfectly legal. Uh-huh. All you know, all this. She's a beautiful woman. Yada yada yada. However, it's just weird to see her naked. This would be like if uh, if the Cosby Show was on HBO, which uh-huh. in retrospect may have been a better place for it. And like <laughs> and like Rudy from the Cosby Show at one point just took off all her clothes. Yeah. Like, no, like I that's, remember when you were like a yeah. little kid. It's weird now. Yeah. I didn't need this sex scene. Thought from Lance Timmerman. No, no, that's it's a tough look. I thought it's a very tough look. <laughs> I thought about who would be the the characters, the actresses, characters on uh-huh. Game of Thrones that you'd least like to see a sex scene with. Tormund. <laughs> I was thinking specifically females. Oh, but okay. I, I do like how you went there. Cause yeah, I don't need to see his. I, mean, ball. I don't need to see no. Tormund's balls. I no. really don't. Like it's not on my get that ginger like, shit right out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to see Catelyn Stark naked. No, no, that's not. I'm okay if I never see her naked. Yeah, and and the grandma that uh, poisoned the king, Emma Peel. She was on the Avengers. What was her name? The grandma that poisoned the king. Yeah, and then she said, oh, after she was poisoned by Kingslayer, she goes, and by the way, I did it. Oh, yeah, Lady Olena. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Lady Olena. I don't need to see her naked. You're right. That's a good call. Excellent call. It's like a scene from The Shining. I, you know, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need that. that that's not something I need in my day. <laughs> no. I don't need to see Lysa Aaron having a sex scene. And the problem is we did see Lysa Aaron having a sex scene and we heard Lysa Aaron having a sex scene and we also saw like an 11 year old boy nursing on Lysa Aaron in like yeah. episode, in season one that's right which was a really tough look yeah that was a bit of a I shocker did not need to see that one wasn't ready for that one <laughs> should have been prepared there should have been a warning on that should have been how about, uh, do you remember Mary Mazdor? She was the witch that cursed Cal Drogo in season one. Mm. <laughs> it's a deep pull. Yeah, I'm, wow, no. If she was oh, hot, wait, you'd remember. Wait a minute. I, think I, I think I remember now. Yeah, in a tent or something. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, don't need to see her naked. No. You got I'm anybody good. else? Most of the cast, honestly. <laughs> There's some really attractive <laughs> cast members that I don't mind seeing naked. I said most. Where do you stand on Brienne of Tarth? Uh, I, I'm no. I do, I, I, lo- I love. I will ride or die with her as a character. Right, right, right. And I so want to see her and Jamie end up together. And in fact, yeah. last night there was a moment where I thought they were going to kiss, and I was like, yes. Yeah. But I yeah. don't need to see her naked. Nope. I'm good. I think I've got the ultimate one. Uh oh. It's a deep pull again. 
you remember old Nan? (laughs) (laughs) She was like Bran's caretaker when he first fell off the tower, that old, old, old lady. (laughs) Don't need to see like her getting rowdy with anybody. What do you think? No, that's a good good call. Are you good with that? Yeah. What are your thoughts on the first two episodes so far? Uh, so far, okay. I mean, I, you know they're setting this, the table. They're, they're yeah, establishing. It's, it's, yeah, it's exposition. Yeah. It's kind of set up what's Yeah, I understand coming. next week is the big week. 80 minutes of just blood and gore and fighting. So I'm excited for that one. It's going to be interesting to see if it lives up. I hope it does. It's going to be a big weekend because you got Avengers Endgame that I will have had to have seen prior as well. Yeah. So it's... It's going to be a... Just nerding out, Lance. Just, yeah. We're just nerding out. Full here. on. Full on nerding out. And I'm, I'm, it's, it's fine. I'm, I'm good with that. I have a hot take. Oh. And I don't think it's that hot of a take because I think you agree with me. Okay. Thanos was right. <laughs> uh-huh. There's too many fucking people. There are a lot of fucking people. A lot of people. We don't need this many people. We're good. Yeah. And if if I'm one of the fifty percent that that dissolves, cool. Uh-huh. That's less emails I have to deal with tomorrow. No shit. No shit. Right? I mean, like, I, like it seems pretty painless. Uh huh. Um, it's a good way the to way go. I go. If that's the way I gotta go, that's the way I gotta go. I mean, if I had my choice, let's see, uh, stroke, heart attack, or just or like Elvis, <laughs> the full Elvis of just whatever happened to Elvis while he was on the toilet. On the that one is bad. Yeah. That's yeah. a tough look. Uh-huh. I'd much rather just dissolve into dust uh-huh. than that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm. I'm is it fascist? I don't know what it is. I don't think mm. it's fascist. I don't know what it is, but it, I guess it's anarchist or whatever. I, I don't know. Whatever it is, I, I kind of feel Thanos was right. Well, he's got a point. I think he does. I think he has a really good point. Mm-hmm. There's too many yeah. humans. How many? I read something the other day. This: how many generations, how many years would it take for humans to get like right back in the same situation? And it was like mm. 80 years. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's not real. Half yeah. the population could be wiped out, and in 80 years, we'd be right back where we were. Wow. Hell of an 80 years, though, Lance. Hell of an <laughs> 80 years. <laughs> yeah. Great 80 years. Ah. Oh. Well, Lance, this is an advice show. Apparently. <laughs> we answer your questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please... We need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the worst nude scene in Game of Thrones history? (laughs) Actually, you know, what's the best nude scene in Game of Thrones history? Because we all know that seeing Theon's crank in season one was literally the greatest nude scene in the history of Game of Thrones. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Do you think Gordon Christensen has ever seen a minute of Game of Thrones? Not a chance. It's the, I've seen the memes like the new vegan is saying you've never seen Game of Thrones. Right, right. I hate all those people. You're every, all wrong. Every all single of one of you are wrong. Yep, you're all wrong. Uh, Kurt says, hey guys, this is one of my practices. Picture enclosed, which I've sent to Lance and we will uh, post up if you want onto the Facebook page. I've been working hard on updating things. Uh, oh, sorry. This is one of my practices. I've been working hard on updating things and trying to spruce this place up a bit. Any suggestions on getting this place to look better? I admit I'm horrible at this stuff. I'm more of Mr. Plain Jane when it comes to facilities. Now, he spelled plane, P-L-A-N-E, as if it's an airplane, which I enjoyed. Uh-huh. I enjoyed the idea of a character name being named Plain Jane, and it's a, a woman who flies an airplane, I guess. I don't know. There was a really great Adam Carolla in his last special had this amazing joke about Amelia Earhart. Uh-huh. Um, I don't need God. I don't even know if I should say it. It's so horrible, but it's <laughs> probably so not. Good. But go ahead. It's oh, no, I can't even. Say, it's so good though, dude. dude no one's go, listening. Go ahead. Go on. Go on Netflix and wa- <laughs> and l- watch Adam Carolla special. Okay. And watch for the the joke about Amelia Earhart in there. Why? Yeah, you're you're scared so good. Too soon. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only 110 years later, I think, yeah, whatever it is, exactly. 80 years later. Um, yeah, no, it's um, it's not too soon. It's it's rather uncouth, oh, okay. but it's so. Since it's when have so, you been couth? 
I know, but it's on microphone, and Michael yeah. Cohen could be listening to this, uh, so I, I can't say that joke. That's true. All right. Um, so let's describe this photo that I sent you. Uh huh. It's a hallway of a dental office. Very, very plain Jane hallway. It is very plain Jane. Um, there's literally nothing on any of the walls. Uh huh. There are light sconces. One of the light bulbs is out on one of the light sconces. <laughs> uh huh. Um. There is like drop ceiling, acoustic tile on the ceiling with uh, just your typical old like fluorescent, you know, lightsaber bulbs, some sort of uh, pergo or hardwood, dark espresso stained floor. Uh And what what would you call the the wall color? Eggshell? Sure. It's not like white, white, but it's not, there's no, it's not really a color. No, no. And there's literally nothing on any of the walls. Yeah, I start. I start with some art, maybe. Yeah. So I mean, art is like the easiest thing. Yeah. Except sometimes it's not so easy. What do you? I've never been to your office, so I want you to tell me yeah, kind no of your art situation. <laughs> I know. Two I'm sorry. weeks ago, and <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I wasn't in Tukwila. I was in Woodenville. Actually, you drove through Tukwila because I'm right by the airport. I did at like midnight on a Friday night. Well, yeah, okay, fine. All right. <laughs> and then at like four o'clock in the morning on a Monday. Uh-huh. <laughs> you should be thankful I didn't call you. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Because I'm curious to know. I'm always curious to know what dentists have at their office, like up on the walls. So in... We had someone kind of do that sponge paint in the reception area. So I do have multi-texture color slash now, whatever. Is that like a contraceptive sponge? Uh-huh. It's today's. And uh, it was... <laughs> <laughs> it, my reception Gross. area was sponge-worthy. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Yeah. So we sponged all over the walls. And then uh, I got a big piece of art that like it looks like a Tuscan village or something like that. Uh, Tuscany and... and um, once you cross the threshold where the door is, it, then it becomes a little bit more plain, but it's still not white. It's uh, kind of an earth tone. Um, and then on the walls, I've got pictures of befores and afters and portraits and uh, plaques from CE places and things like that. Um, licenses from where I'm licensed. And then all uh, over the world, the variable. Of- <laughs> uh, World geography sophomore year class, a little bit in dental licenses, a little bit. So it's it's not. What's funny is uh, Clint made a comment. He he started from scratch in oh seven or oh eight, and uh, his office was pretty nice, but it wasn't really over the top or anything like that. But he got a lot of um, shade, you know, passive aggressive comments, kind of like, "Oh, I know why your fees are so high." And, you know, looking at how wonderful, beautiful this office is. And he's looking around kind of going, um, the wall is blue. I guess blue <laughs> blue means extravagant, I guess. Yeah, that thirty seven ninety five for a gallon of bare paint at Home Depot was exactly. uh, really over the top. Yeah, yeah. It's only latex. Come on. I, it's semi-gloss. It's not even yeah. like, like, <laughs> like scratch and scuff resistant. That's right. That's right. So there, you definitely want to be careful about making it look too nice. Because yeah. you will get a lot of people thinking that your fees are too high because that in order to pay for such a nice place. Sure. I get that. I've got, in my office, I've got some stuff like publications and, like you know, uh-huh. DE stuff. Like from covers of DE I've been on. Those are yeah. framed. Um, like my MAGD, those are, that's framed. Yeah. Uh, ACD stuff, that's framed. I've got some pictures of the dogs and the operatories because um, mm-hmm. people like dogs. But I'm redoing my consult room. Okay. And um, I kind of was talking with uh, kind of a marketing person about it and who's kind of given me a little little hand with it. And she was very adamant that I should sort of and, – and I did not like the way she worded this. <laughs> okay. But I took it in the spirit in which it was intended – to quote unquote let my freak flag fly with the stuff in my consult room, meaning like Okay. Just put up stuff that I'm into. Just like stuff that I think is cool. Sort of curate a, a sort of art collection of stuff that you like. Okay. 
So I've ordered a bunch of stuff and like I'm in the process of having stuff framed. So I thought maybe I could tell you about that stuff and you tell me if you think it's cool or not, like just piece by piece. You down with that? I am down with that. And maybe this will give Kurt some ideas. Uh, First thing, uh, a couple of different autographed Andrew McMahon concert posters, kind of different cool colors, you know, nicely framed and matted, that kind of stuff. Concert posters, I think, always cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Concert posters are super cool. Um, A very nicely framed print of Vince Young scoring the touchdown that won the game against USC in the Rose Bowl. All right, not bad. Sort of like one of the greatest moments of my life. Like, I feel like that needs to be sort of um, encapsulated in in the sort of room of my life, so to speak. Uh Uh-huh. Um, a uh, like architect's blueprint of the ballpark in Arlington. No, that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. A vintage poster, vintage Nike poster from 1987 of Michael Jordan in the dunk contest, dunking from the foul line. You remember that one? Oh yeah, that's kind iconic. of the shorty, like short yeah. shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super cool, like kind of big. You know, it's just a classic poster, but just nicely framed. Mm-hmm. Um, a art print of every single Jordan one tennis shoe ever produced, like every colorway of every Jordan one ever made in the history. I'll send you a picture of it. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think it's super cool. Obviously, like tennis shoes have kind of played a big part of my life. So, does, like, it's just something I've always been into since I was a kid. Okay. Like tennis shoes, I've always like you know different Nikes and stuff like that. Just like ever since I was seven years old, I was fascinated. Like the Jordan one was like the first one, you know, the first one of, of those that I was really into was the Jordan one. Cool. Um, a nice framed photo of Tiger Woods, uh, putting out in the 1997 masters. There you go. So I don't know if that does anything for you or not. Yeah, I think those would all be very cool. How about this? Uh, a picture, nicely framed picture of an Eames chair. An Eames <laughs> lounge chair. Okay. I like it. It's cool. I uh-huh. mean, I like, I'm kind of into that like architecture, design, mid-century, yeah. modern stuff. Yeah. That's, I'm kind of into that. Um, uh, uh, original framed John F. Kennedy election poster, campaign poster wow, from like okay. 1960. Yeah, that'd be cool. Red and white and blue. Like super cool. Looks really cool. I feel like that's cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Famous much, picture. Much cooler than the uh, self-portrait after uh, the shot. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough look. Very tough look on that one. I yeah. would have loved to have gone with the Zapruder, uh-huh. as I call it, but uh, just did, did not work out. It's hard to make did it not- tasteful. Yeah, it is. It's very. That's a tough one to make tasteful, uh-huh. um, unless it's like a Rorschach test, and you're in a psychiatrist's office. Maybe uh-huh. um, you know. Tell me what you see here. Um, Brain. <laughs> I see anarchy. Um, you know that famous picture of Jackie Robinson stealing home. Do you have you ever uh-huh. seen that? Yeah. Uh, I got. I have that framed now oh, cool. in my in my office. Do you remember uh, in the 2011 World Series when Adrian Beltre hit a home run from one knee? No, I missed it. It's a fame. I mean, it's we lost the World Series, so sucks for us. Yeah. Um, however, uh, that moment was kind of a big moment for Ranger fans, so that was cool. Uh huh. Um, so I have that. Um, there's a famous George Gervin poster. From the seventies, the Iceman. Of, yes, yeah, I actually had that on my wall. I've all right, so that's up. That's okay. framed and up in 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 the wall, um, and I think it's super cool. Um, and obviously, it makes a lot of sense. You know, San Antonio, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Last uh, one of the last things. Do you remember Bo Jackson? Um, it's a little homoerotic, so just bear with me. Okay. Um, <laughs> Bo Jackson, sort of uh, with the bat. Um, you know, and the football pads. Do you remember uh-huh. that famous? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I've got that. That's a, like an original Nike um, framed version of that. Very cool. 
Very and nice. And then um, autographed Back to the Future original movie poster. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is a little meaningful for my lectures. Okay. A picture from, a, it's a print of a scene in Shawshank Redemption where uh, Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman are kind of sitting there laughing and Morgan Freeman is smiling. He's got a baseball glove on his hand. Do you remember that kind of moment? Yeah. yeah it's that yeah. moment from, from Shawshank Redemption. Because I talk about Shawshank Redemption in my lecture a couple times. That's kind of why uh-huh. I thought that that sort of made sense. So I feel like that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Last one. Um, a, a really cool custom made or a really kind of cool art piece of uh, Pulp Fiction. It's kind of an alternate Pulp Fiction movie poster. And it uh-huh. has, it's sort of illustrated. It has jewels and um, vents. And it kind of goes down um, and sort of also has Uma Thurman's feet, um, you know, from like when they were dancing. Okay. Um, and again, another sort of seminal movement movie in my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think, you know, I, I think there's not much cooler than Back to the Future. I'm sorry, than Pulp Fiction. No, I think you're. I think you're right. So I had what a conversation with the kids over the weekend talking about uh, Pulp Fiction, and and they haven't seen it, and I kind of feel like as a failure as a father that they haven't. But at how the same old? time, how old are my kids? Yeah. 22, 21. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, yeah. How, your youngest is what, 17? 17. But she's seen, I mean, God, the kids raised on YouTube nowadays, it might as well, so. Yeah, it's. I, I just remember when I saw it the first time, I had never seen anything like it before. Yeah. You know, that cut back and forth, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and sort of jumped around the storyline and not knowing what was in the briefcase and the just intertwining the dialogue. Of it all. Yeah, yeah, all of it kind of... And I told just, her, I said, it was a very dialogue-driven, and she's like, why was this such a big deal? And I said, well, it was an action film that had these four stories intertwined. It was dialogue-driven. And no one so, ever seen anything. I guess literally yeah. had never existed before. Yeah. At least in anything mainstream, like maybe some weird French movie or right, whatever. But right. It's a Fellini homage. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah, it, man, it, it was just really influential on me yeah. as a kid or as a, on a teenager. Sure. It's sort of, and I, you know, it's such a probably typical like basic bitch. Uh-huh kid from the you know somebody who's a teenager in the mid 90s to say that 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 movie was really influential but shit man how could it, like that's like saying you know um i mean i like you know it's like saying pearl jam wasn't influential like if you grew up like of course yeah. it was like it right. had to have been it was like yeah. pop culture it was society at the time you know i was just a kid from San Antonio, never seen anything like that before yeah so i, I tried to like in that concert room like do kind of a wide variety of things that were that I thought were cool okay. and curated and kind of things from my lifetime that had sort of influenced me a little bit. And, and so it's kind of a wide array of things in there. Yeah, let your freak flag fly. Let your freak flag fly. So I think, Kurt, like seriously, let your freak flag fly. Just like shit you're into, man. Like if you really love ALF, mm-hmm. like fuck it, man. Just get <laughs> like a full-size poster of ALF in there. Yeah, eat a cat, man. Melmac, you know, whatever. <laughs> But if you can't, you know, he does say he's playing Jane. And, yeah. and I'm looking at his picture here, and he does have really, like, it's a tall ceiling. You notice that? I just think he's short. Kind of tall, yeah, high ceiling. <laughs> high ceiling. It looks like at least an eight-foot kind of ceiling. So he's got uh-huh. a lot of these, like, thin, tall columns with nothing on them, right? Yeah. I got an idea. Oh, let me send it to you, and then you can describe it to the listeners. Okay. I'm sending it to you right now on Messenger. Here you go. Tell me what you think about that. Still waiting. Still loading? I guess so, yeah. It's... It says you've seen it. It's the very Wait. last thing I sent you. Oh, the Dikembe Mutombo seven foot two. How about this? A life size poster of Denver Nuggets legend Dikembe Mutombo. That it's fake it's, autographed, I guess. 
and people can measure themselves against Dikembe Mutombo. Yeah, see, I'm I'm just kind of anti this at all because he did that fake roll on the floor as the Nuggets eliminated the Sonics. <laughs> I do, oh, I forgot about that. That son of a bitch. I do for, I forgot about that. I was there, that. and he just, like, he saw the camera, and then he then he got down on his knees and rolled. It wasn't like he spontaneously did. He, like, just for that damn camera so he could roll and be at that, that moment that will be played over and over and over again. That fucking I, asshole. I want you to look at the upper right-hand <laughs> corner of this poster. Upper right. I guess this is his name? What the f- <laughs> is that what am I looking at? So let me read this Dikim, off. Matumbo, 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 it says Dikimba Mutambo, <laughs> Mopolondo, Mukamba, Jean, Jacques, Wantenumbo. Is is that his real name? Uh, maybe it's a limerick. <laughs> <laughs> That's an African haiku. I gotta look this up, buddy. Dikembe. I'm I'm over at. Uh, this is his real name. Dikembe Mutombo Muplondo Mukamba Jinjuk Wamutombo. Wow. Or Dick for short. He's uh, yeah. Um, I miss Dikembe. I know you don't like him. I miss Dikembe Mutombo. He certainly had personality. I'll give you that. I listen. I, I don't have children. That you know of. That I know of. <laughs> if I had a son, uh-huh. I'm not saying Dikembe is in the running for first name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I feel like a middle name, I, I, I'd consider it. Okay. All right. Jack Dikembe Austin. How about that? There That's, you go. <laughs> so baller, man. <laughs> The whitest kid you know. <laughs> love this guy. Love this guy. I love Dikim Dikembe Mutombo. Like you can't you you can't say it and not smile. I mean, I guess you can, but everybody yeah, else outside me. of Seattle, you can't say the name Dikembe Mutombo and not smile. You just can't do it. Ah, oh, so good, so good. I forgot about the Sonics thing. I'm very oh. sorry. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, but still, everyone else loves Dikembe. Yeah, apparently, yeah. So we found uh, we found this vintage seven foot two Dikembe Mutombo player size poster. You get uh, Kurt. You get I don't know what four of these, something like that, to go up um, on your columns. Um, and yeah. then maybe um, some other Dikembe Mutombo materi- uh, memorabilia, frame jerseys or whatever to go on the other like long wall. And I think you're good. You got, I mean, you're all dikembe out at that point, right? It seems like a good idea. I, who would not want to go to a dentist that had just Dikembe Mutombo everywhere? I can't think of anyone. Do we, do we think Dikembe has, I'm looking at Dikembe smile. It's not bad. No, it's not bad it's, at all. It, it's natural. He does have some wear facets on his anteriors. Let's look at, let me see if I can find a newer picture of Dikembe smile. I, I love Dikembe. <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo smile. It's a riveting pod right here. Yeah, this is, this is some good. He's looking old. Yeah, I mean, he, you wow. know, these big, tall guys like this, they don't age very well. No. Yeah, he he does have natural teeth. He's not he's not veneered everything out. Uh huh. Um, he's got you're kind of seeing he's he got a little wear facet, kind of uh, mm-hmm. from eight, kind of up to nine. Do you kind of are you seeing that? Yeah, that's a that's an odd wear pattern there. Yeah. He's some lower crowding, yeah. And if you look at his curve of speed, I'm looking at like 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, like a big dip between 26 and 25, sort of that roller coaster lower arch. Yeah. Um, so, you know, some ortho is it would be in store for Dikembe, followed by, um, and I can see every picture I'm looking at him, he can't up um 
he goes up from right to left. Yeah. So he's he's canted, and if you were to even that out a little bit, you could either just open him up with a whole arch, um, or you could do a little ortho and uh, intrude the upper right side, and then straighten out his curve of speed, and then you should have some room to do some some restorations from like mm-hmm. you know whatever five to twelve something like that. Yeah. This has been diagnosing former NBA washed out superstars. With Josh and Lance. <laughs> That's right. So, Kurt, uh, just get some Dikembe Mutombo bullshit and put up in your office. What do you think? Might as well. Might as well. Question two. God, we spent like 30 minutes talking about the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> we were literally at the 30. And I guess we talked Game of Thrones for a little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, probably not not full comparison. But we, we talked about Dikembe Mutombo a lot. Yeah, we did. Probably more than any other media outlet has talked about Dikembe Mutombo for at least like 12 years, right? More than any dental podcast out there. And more Dikembe <laughs> Mutombo coverage than Dental Hacks, than uh-huh. the Dental Guys, uh-huh. than Delivering Wow, than uh, Dentist Implants and Worms. We are your headquarters for Dikembe Mutombo coverage. Damn straight. Um, Reddit user TBO221 asks, what aspects of brushing teeth bother children the most? Hey, everyone. I'm a parent, and I was wondering what other people have found bothers kids the most and if they have personal solutions. So, Lance, you're a father. I am not. Uh, little little Jack Dikembe Austin uh-huh. does not exist yet. Right. Um, so you're going to have to kind of quarterback this one. Sure. It's real easy. They hate the whole damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the part where they have to do it. That's yeah, the part that they hate. It's like herding cats kind of a thing. I mean, they, there isn't one aspect about it that they enjoy and uh, will go lo- along with without severe physical restraint. Give me your rundown. All three kids the same or were all three kids different as opposed to this stuff? They all fought back at different levels. So... Okay. Uh, Let's see. I mean, like one was sort of like Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. One yeah. was um, uh, Mike Tyson. The other one was um, uh, Roy Jones Jr. Is that kind of what Along you mean those by that? Lines. Yeah. Yeah. Like welterweight, heavyweight, and bantamweight. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. It, it, you got to get in there and just kind of assert your dominance and uh, being the adult here. And uh, which would explain probably why the therapy bills are so high. But because it started early, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Why? we got it one of those like, things. It looked like a condom for your finger that was had a little texture yeah. on the end, and you, you start off early and just kind of scrub the gums oh. with that, and eventually work your way up to scrubbing the teeth. Eventually, it became routine, so they they just know that it's easier to not fight. So you have to break their will. It's kind of like a, a buck and bronco. Oh, you got to break their will, and uh, eventually they'll um, submit. That seems really tough. <laughs> a little bit. What do you think is, is it the source of them being helpless? Is it the source of them not having a choice on something and they just want to buck against everything that they don't have a choice in? Or is there something special about, about brushing teeth for kids that makes that be a thing that's like such a point of friction? For kids and parents. Well, I found that the, if you do it routinely and it's it's and you start young, the 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 resistance and the fighting and everything we're talking maybe ten seconds. It's not that big. If you if you don't do it routinely enough and uh, that there's long periods of time between brushing, uh, there's going to be more resistance, more fighting. Then, but the the key to the whole thing was you know make sure that the toothpaste tastes pretty good. Uh, you know, because this was did not you a find tasting. that helps? Yeah, for sure. Because then they're not really resist. The, the problem is that you you can't use very much because they're not going to spit. So they are definitely ingesting this. So just barely get any there at all. Did you have different flavors that worked for different of your kids? No, we pretty much just blue. <laughs> the blue flavor. <laughs> yeah, whatever was blue. It reminds me of the Dave Chappelle bit where he talks about purple drink. Okay. And the, the like, that that he knows the secret to why people like the secret to why people's success 
is grape juice because only white people have grape juice. Black people have purple <laughs> drink, and and the ingredients on purple drink are sugar, water, and purple. <laughs> so <laughs> that <laughs> that reminds me, like the uh-huh. ingredients are are uh, SLS fluoride and blue. Those yeah. are the ingredients. Uh-huh. Yeah. What is is it mint? Is blue mint? Was blue fruity? No, it was. Uh, when in the kids aisle, blue meant more like a bubblegum, blueberry-ish kind of thing. Uh, I, okay, I, so the last time we have like we have some bubblegum toothpaste. Okay, and I tried it not long ago. It's whatever Colgate Kids, whatever. Okay, and it says bubblegum. Uh huh. That shit ain't bubblegum. It's just generic sweet. Pretty much. Sugar's not bubblegum. No. I need some regulatory on this. I really do. I need the government to get involved with some oversight. I, I think that would be a, a, a good place to start, for sure. Bubblegum is its own flavor. It is. And, 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 and what exactly of, is it? I, so, I mean, bubblegum is just is sugar, uh-huh. but it's a specific formulation. It's, it's, it's sort of like cotton candy is a specific... Right. For, it's sugar, but it's a specific formulation, so it tastes a certain way. And bubblegum itself has a certain scent and flavor that is only inherent to bubblegum. And anything that says it's flavored like bubblegum does not taste like that. I agree. Although so I was trying to just describe sweet. it not long ago, and I could not describe bubblegum. Because f- fruity gets substituted a lot it does. for bubblegum. You'll, you'll try bubblegum, and it's fruity. Mm-hmm. Bubblegum ain't fruity. The no. real bubblegum is not fruity. Bazooka Joe has his own... It's its own flavor, Mm -hmm. and that's not the flavor that we get in fluoride varnish that says bubblegum, in toothpaste that says bubblegum. It's a real problem, Lance. Mm -hmm. I know we've got Antifa, Mm -hmm. and we've got, uh, you know, we've got Trump and talking about the wall, and we've got, you know, just tax day. Mm -hmm. But I think we're missing the forest for the trees. I think you're right. And that we need bubblegum flavor legislation, Lance. There you go. What's your what's your flavor of choice for like for profi paste? Oh, I'm boring. I go straight for the mint. Yeah, I'm I'm a mint guy as well. But it's 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 wacky to me to see some of these other flavors that I'll see. Yeah, no, my I've, favorite one. We got the cookie dough the other day. I'm like, what the hell's that? Oh, ooh, I do yeah. love cookie dough. Uh, it does, like, it's it's one of my weaknesses. As a not in, not in yeah not in profi cup. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I love I love cookie dough. Go get a blizzard or something like that, but. And toothpaste? That's weird. I will tell you, you, you bring a blizzard, and so that's a, a Dairy Queen drop. We did go and try out the um, Dreamsicle dipped cone. Oh. And? All right, well, here, I need you to do something for me, Lance. Uh-oh. I need you, we can do like an F Mary kill, or we can do a, <laughs> I want you to like power rank okay. the Dairy Queen desserts. Uh-oh. So you've got like blizzard, you could break it down to flavors if you want, if you have okay. some some flavors that you really care about um a uh like a chocolate dipped cone mm-hmm. like peanut buster parfait and ice yeah. cream sundae kind of power rank those for me okay I, i'm just i love me my peanut buster parfait okay so, that's so top. The, andrea had peanut buster parfait very high on her list and i had to disclose something to her that was stunning Uh oh never had one what and i love peanut butter yeah, there's no peanut butter in it. It's 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 a peanut buster. It's just uh, peanuts and chocolate. It's like a hot fudge sundae in layers with some peanuts thrown on top. So I, I, I don't know about that, buddy. Yeah. It's just an easy Let's... go-to. Actually, they used to have a thing called a buster bar, which used to, was basically the peanut buster parfait, but it was frozen solid on a stick. I haven't seen that in years. I, you are right. Peanut buster parfait. Uh, loads of peanuts, mounds of creamy, smooth DQ vanilla soft serve, and tons of rich hot fudge layered high for one tempting treat. Do you like that read? Oh, I loved like it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm you're right. I turned yeah, it I, as I, you I stay corrected. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was some uh, like liquid peanut butter sauce involved in that, and uh, and yet uh, there wasn't. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. You were right. Um, okay, so so you went with peanut butter buster parfait number one. What was your two? It would be the blizzard. Any particular flavor that you ride or die for? 
Uh, grasshopper. Ooh, unique. Okay, interesting. Um, and then after that, you would go with a dipped cone? Uh, or a dilly bar. A dilly bar? Really? Hot take from Lance. There's some good shit, yeah. Um, I, I go chocolate dip cone one. Okay. I go uh, Reese's peanut butter cup blizzard two. Okay. Snickers blizzard three. Then I would go sort of hot fudge Sunday-ish, and then I would go Dreamsicle Dipped Cone. The Dreamsicle Dipped Cone is good, It's it, 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 but it's not, you know, I mean, it's good, and I think you should try it, but it's, okay. it's it does not move to the top of the power rankings. Let gotcha. me put it that way. All right. All right. Fair enough. What the hell were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Getting kids to brush their oh, yeah. teeth. Brush kids' teeth. Somehow yeah. we end up F marrying and killing <laughs> Dairy Queen desserts. Uh-huh. Um would you, did you ever incentivize the kids or was it just like you're going to do this? Nah, that was one of those where I just asserted authority. Yeah, you you're doing this. I try to make it as pleasant as possible. Um but Do you ever gamify it in any way? Like I don't know, like you know, I'm sure there's apps and stuff like that they can gamify things. No. Nah, no, nah, we pretty much turned the music on and you know, brush till the song is over. Was it Baby Shark? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just assume that like every kid's thing is done to Baby Shark. Uh, I think that was that's too new. Yeah, I know. I don't think we had. Uh, I don't think we had that. I, you never know though. Baby Shark might be a remake or something that, that I didn't be. know about. That's that a thing. Be. See, I, I missed out on a lot of these kids' things. The only yeah. reason I know about Baby Shark. Is because Ranger shortstop Elvis Andrews is using that as his walk-up music this oh, year. Oh, really? Yeah, and so I think it started off as kind of a joke, uh-huh. and then he went three for four on opening day and hit a home run and had two RBI. Wow! Um, yeah. So it's no longer a joke anymore. No joke. <laughs> it's like that's the, that's, that's his the walk-up deal. music. Yeah, until he goes through a slump, that's the walk-up music. So uh, interesting. Um, yeah, so the whole thing sucks with kids. Kids are going to hate it. You just have to force them to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a battle every night, like yeah, the, every like, night. like the battle for Winterfell with the White Walkers and all that garbage that's about to come. That's right. Um, that's what you can look forward to twice a day, every single day until your child is 11. Is that what you're saying? Ish. At what point did you get less involved in it? Well, they, they quit wanting it to be such a hassle and everything like it's more like five or six i mean at that point they were for girls i think yeah yeah i think boys you'd have to ride a little bit longer than that probably probably just because boys are gross pretty much pretty i mean my my middle daughter skylar is uh is our pleaser so she never wants to disappoint so she at an early age was pretty pretty with it and obedient um so but then your other two children are garbage pretty much you're trying to say that's where i was going yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do do the other two kids get mad at her like oh she's such a suck up? Um no. Okay. Not really, no. Okay. Not not until now. Yeah. And then now, <laughs> now that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's good. I'm glad that they don't they don't uh they don't try to shame her on that. No. They, so they, just put on your boxing gloves and just get ready to fight TBO two 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 one because uh, you're going to, um, according to certified father Lance Timmerman. That's right. Um, <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> I'm not a dentist. This is a response to this. Okay. I'm not a dentist, nor am I a parent. But I thought maybe I could add a little. Uh, <laughs> In what way? Hell? You're neither of the two things. <laughs> You've got you bring nothing to this table, nothing. you asshole. You've nothing. <laughs> nothing to bring to the conversation. Um generally I think um trying to gamify it helps um for most kids, but sometimes they know the consequences surrounding not brushing. Um and all that, but they are still severely unmotivated and or depressed and, of course, just lazy, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. So I love this story. Yeah. <laughs> Starting with, uh, I'm not a dentist or a parent, but I can shed some light. So I, I just want, I'm, I'm going to do a quick word count here because I want to see how many words it is that this person, I'm not going to read it all because it's a okay. lot of words. Okay. Um, I want to do a word count on this and just see how blowhardy this bad boy gets. <laughs> 455 words. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. From wow. someone who's not a parent or a dentist. So unqualified, yet so wordy. Thank you, Reddit. Let's check into TBO2221. Three posts, all time. Okay. One in Ask Reddit, one in Parenting, one in Dentistry. All three the same question, all three eight days ago. Really? This person is horny to find out what aspects of brushing (laughs) teeth bothers children the most. Wow. Do you think maybe this isn't really a parent and this is someone who wants to sort of torture children and just wants some intel on this? Or like that seems like Hmm? someone who's really passionate to know about what's going on. It could be, yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. At least they're not going to commit suicide. Well, not yet. Here's what I think. If you need some help getting your children to brush, show them a picture of Dikembe Mutombo (laughs) and tell them, if you don't brush your teeth, Dikembe will come and brush your teeth for you. There you go. Do you want that? And I guarantee you the answer is no. All children are terrified of Dikembe Mutombo. As they should be. Well, Lance, I think it's going to about do it for tonight. All right. 45 minutes of garbage. Unadulterated. <laughs> Share with your friends. <laughs> Pass it on. If you have any dentists who are really big Denver Nuggets fans from the early 90s, um, share this with them. They would love to hear about what's happening in the world of Dikembe. Rate and review. Uh, iTunes. Um, how many stars do you like, Lance? I like 69. <laughs> I don't think they offer that. Oh, wait. <laughs> or or five. Five. Yeah, I think five. Just just go the most you can do. If they if they change the rating system and go to sixty nine, they give us that. But until then, five stars. Um, you can do that anywhere. Podcasts are uh, available for download. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. The Podbean, if you're flicking through the Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Uh, Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. I think it's my turn for a song. It is. Is that true? Um, have we ever talked about the Lumineers? Uh, briefly, I think. I want to know where they got, like, I know where they got the name. I want to know, like, how they decided that would be a great band name. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's really shitty porcelain. It really is. I've never seen a set of Lumineers that look great. Have you? I, I have not. I've replaced several cases. Have you ever done any? No. No. Not a fan. Not a fan. Of the material. I love the band. The Lumineers. Love the band. Um, this is a song from the Lumineers called Holdin' Out. Um, and ironically, it's from the Storks soundtrack. <laughs> okay. It wasn't on any of their albums, which is weird because it's one of their better songs. Um, and I don't have the Storks soundtrack. I just have this song. Um, but I'm stunned to find out that this never appeared on a real LP or even EP of theirs. Interesting. It's <laughs> only available. Who knew? On the Storks soundtrack. So please, anybody who's seen the movie Storks, please add us and let us know like where this song comes in the movie. Uh, and if it's at a reasonable time or if it's good or if it's a movie's good, whatever. I would love to know more about this. The Storks. That's awesome. Sounds horrible. DreamWorks, I believe, uh, is uh, is who made the storks. So, um, well, there you go. Uh, purveyors of bullshit uh, trying to meet Pixar and never does um, is is what I would call uh, call DreamWorks, and the storks is no different. Um, you got anything else, Lance? I do not. For Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Austin. Peace. Celebrate the foreskin. And a gimme! <laughs>